Hi everyone, welcome to Raise to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. Raise to Rise podcast is supported by Ayurvedic Seva. Ayurvedic Seva is an herbal dietary supplement line set out to change the industry by dedicating the company to quality, safety, and holistic approach on making the wellness journey safe, healthy, and natural. If you want to start adding some natural herbs in your life, then head over to ayurvedicseva.com and use our promo code Raise to Rise for 30% discount. Once again, it's ayurvedicseva.com and use our promo code Raise to Rise for 30% discount. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Hello, welcome to Race to Rise podcast, everyone. We have yet another guest between us. Let's meet Jyoti Chan, aka Mama Jyots. She is a kind-hearted soul who plays many roles, like being a mom, a wife, a daughter, you know, and in professional roles like being a writer, an executive editor, contributor for the Brown Girl magazine, and influencer, and much more. She plays, she has her playful wears lots of hat. Her mission is to share the good, bad, and the ugly of parenthood, as well as the joy amongst all the chaos. Jyoti's real goal is to make us all smile and love ourselves more. By the way, I love that goal. And (laughs) one of those few moms, actually, to be honest, on IG reels, that you go and you play her reel and you just do repeat. And I end up playing on a repeat more that I sometimes even forget to like or or leave her a comment that, hey, I am watching your reels. So, you know what, because she's hilarious. So without taking it further ado, let's welcome our cool mom friend, aka Jyoti. Welcome to our show, Jyoti. So- Hi, no, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. By the way, I really want to, for those of us who are listening to us, this actually, I had a fear of asking guests for coming on a podcast. So this actually is a result of a clubhouse chat where I just ended up joining her and I spoke about my fear of rejection. And I said, I'm afraid to ask someone. And she's like, let's let me break your fear. I'm coming to your show. And (laughs) I was that since that moment, it just gave me that push, you know, to ask someone. I mean, you won't believe I asked a reach out to a parent and she's a conscious parent and she's big on in our, in our industry. And I so wanted to have a conversation with her. And she said, yes. Yay. I've done it. If you didn't push me that day. So I really, you don't know until you try. And if you try and you fail, you just are right back where you started. Oh my gosh. So she just hits the nail again. And (laughs) I really have to say that you're very creative. And I, like your daughter said yesterday, I want to be like you. Uh, I know. <laughs> I when I heard her, I was like, "Hey, I think me and her, we're gonna go well because I want to be like you because you're very creative in you know sharing the message that everything is not about just the good. Uh, you yeah, know, there there is so much that goes behind the scene that people don't know, but you seem to portray that very well. Like uh, with your with your content, let's you know if if I may say with what you share with your husbands and you create characters it's so funny it's like a real life and I really love that about you so thank you for sharing you know all thank that- you for watching and supporting and um you know that all comes from trying to find the humor in all the madness and chaos of motherhood and marriage and um sometimes it's hard to find the humor so I just want people to like 
laugh at it. You know, I feel like we should laugh at some of the stuff that may seem so big when it's really just so trivial. It, and and you know what? Thank you for doing that because you inspire me every single day. Yay. And there's something, you know, I you just got to go check you out and you're always laughing and sharing. <laughs> Thanks for creating that space. So, you know, let's get our party, like real party started. I really am okay. um, to ask you, lot, I have a lot of questions because I know that you blog. I know you have this real aspiration for writing and, you know, you contribute to uh, the magazines and you create so much content, so much more. I love all your aspirations, but how do you manage to, you know, live your dream of, of writing when you have kids around 24 seven? Yeah, no, that's a really good question because um, I think it's hard for people to know or realize from the from Instagram, but I don't actually have like a nanny or a daycare or anything like that. I'm with them Monday through Thursday. And the truth is, is that I couldn't do it if my husband wasn't just as active of a parent as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's so hands-on and literally he doesn't, he goes to work and comes back and he immediately parents like he doesn't go sit on the couch and like grab a drink or you know he immediately starts parenting so um having that understanding between us two that both of our dreams are important has really not only been beneficial to our marriage but also to our experience as parents and being able to reach our dreams and I'll be honest like a couple months ago I think it was like six months ago my husband and I were chatting And I was, you know, he was a little bit annoyed that like, I was always so absent on the weekends from the family because I was trying to like create content, make videos, have meetings, do fun things like this. And, you know, I looked at him and I was like, but you were absent the entire time you were in residency and fellowship. And I never said a word and I just kept moving. And he, you know, it kind of hit him and he came to me and he said, you're right. It's your turn to achieve your dreams. So you do what you got to do. And that's the moment that everything took off for me. Like I would just like, I, the guilt totally melted off. I didn't feel like I had to feel guilty for sitting in my rooms Friday through Sunday, getting work done nine to five, just like, you know, a person would. So Mm -hmm. that is literally well, how I do it. <laughs> so I hear, I, I heard the partnership of parent, like, you know, of a mom and a dad. It's not just a mom's job to parent the kids. I, and I must say, like, I never had that, but now I do. And like your husband, you know, how he's saying that it's now your turn to live your dream. I actually had the other day, I, I texted my husband and he said the same thing. You're doing it. You asked for this because I have like all these back to back to back coaching calls for the next two days. Amazing. And, and he's like, and I said, oh my gosh, I don't think, and I had a guilt. Like, I don't think I'm going to be available for kids this weekend. I don't think we're, I can do the movie night with you guys. And he said, it's okay. You asked for this and you got the opportunities. Go live your dream. And yeah. it's so, you know, now it's like confirming it's how important it is for our partners and you know it's like a partnership we are co-travelers and if we understand each other it makes it so much easier and it's important for the kids to see too right because we're setting the example of what it should be like for our sons and daughters and like you said Kiki watching me do all this stuff like they see they say we both work and even though my income is literally a fraction of what my husband brings home as a physician, that doesn't matter to my kids. They're not putting a value on who's bringing home more money. They're putting a value on the fact that they're seeing both their parents working. Yes. 
Yes, it's it's not about the monetary because that's not what's not. That's not where the value comes from. And that's a thing that we were taught growing up. I think oh, yeah. at least I was conditioned to believe that the person who brought in the money was the important job. And um, that's not where value lies. Oh, I, I totally resonate with that because that's what, that's what my understanding was also like, you know, the person who works hard, the person who brings in the money, that person is the head of the family. And it kind of, it kind of had, like, I had to rewire, reprogram everything. And it's, it's, it's hard. So it's so good point that you brought up, like, we have to model and, you know, showcase, be the example for our kids, because this is where they learn from. So, you know, and I love everything that you shared, but as a parent, like, you know, on, on the internet world, all we see is a good side of the parenting. Yeah. And I know that you, you really share like, um, you know, the bad side and the ugly side, like the, the parent oh, yeah. the snacks for the, you know, yesterday, what I saw, like, you know, we eat kids snack. So would you be able to share some of, you know, some of the failures that you have had as a mom? Because while we're living our passion and dream, some people think that we've got everything figured out. Yeah, and- no, you're right. Like, there's times where I put, too, like you said, I have a full plate and sometimes I'll just put so much on my plate mm-hmm. that I will feel overwhelmed and anxious mm-hmm. and like, you know, that inability to go to sleep at night because I'm just like, oh, well, my brain won't shut off. And, you know, that restless night turns into me being an agitated and grumpy mom the next day. And Monday through Thursday, I really do try to like give my kids their attention, but I'm also guilty of like snapping at them sometimes because they're being insane. I'm like, you're, you're crazy. You're yelling at me right now. And I'm trying to do like four things at the same time. And it's really not their fault. And having to go back and repair that. It's not that the mistake didn't happen. Like, yeah, sometimes I will lose my, you know, just like anybody else, but going and being honest about that is really important too. I don't think there's a single parent out there who doesn't lose it sometimes and have a mommy meltdown and end up crying in the pantry or like, you know, eating a chocolate bar, hiding from their kids, just like, cause the day, and those are my Thursdays, by the way, Thursdays are like the worst day. Um, cause I'm just ready for Friday. Cause my husband's off Fridays and I'm like, I'm ready, but you know, I have to go back and repair that with my kids and be like, Hey guys, I'm so sorry that mommy had a little bit of a meltdown. She didn't take her deep breaths today. And I'm going to put my work away and we're going to do yada, yada, yada for the next hour, just me and you. And that one hour of contact and like pure attention and repair fixes it for them. Like my, the kids are so resilient. Like they, they will remember, like, I'll ask Chris at the end of the day, did you have a good day today? And he, I was like, did mommy yell at you too much? You know, and kind of like ask him, he's like, no mama, I really liked making the V bases today. It was so fun. And it's like, they don't even remember the bad part. Right. (laughs) It's like, okay. I, I like how uh, that you mentioned about repairing and spending that, you know, one hour and connecting with them again. They don't even, they don't remember what actually the, the, the whole meltdown that you had. All they remember is the value that you had together and the connection that you had together. Yeah. Um, I love that part because most of the time I'm even as a, as a parent coach, um, people think that just because I advocate conscious living and because I advocate the connection time and not yelling, to, uh, not yelling at our kids, that doesn't mean that, you know, we don't have those moments. I mean, I am a recovered yeller. I, I call myself and sometimes I still lose. <laughs> yeah. I still lose and then, but then, like you said, it's, 
it's where the repair where we where we yeah and And where you recognize it like you stop you recognize that you're wrong even as an adult and your little child is right in this situation Mm -hmm. and you give him the eye to eye get down to his level a hug and be like hey look like that wasn't good of mommy like mommy didn't mean to do that and let them know that it's okay to make mistakes as long Mm -hmm. you know and recognize it and then move forward Love try it. to try again <laughs> uh, yeah I love that lesson you know you just said like oh recognize your mistake and because this teaches them it's okay to make mistakes yeah. we all make mistakes because this is what makes us human so I really I, I like that lesson thank you for sharing so I, you said about Thursdays because you know Thursday, oh, yeah. Thursdays are Thursdays Fridays because the next day if you can share you know what does your typical day in your week look like So it really depends on the day. Um, Mondays through Thursdays, I really, really try to make it about the kids as much as possible with still trying to fit in little things for myself. So like Mondays, I call like my chill day Um, because I work all weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday is when I'm creating content. I'm, you know, film like a bunch of reels. I do all my editing. I, um, you know, try to plan out the week. And I write in the mornings. I wake up, but that's all week. I wake up every morning at 5.15 in the morning to write. Um, Because my kids don't wake up till 730. And it is the only time that my brain allows me to get creative content onto a page because they haven't entered my brain yet. But Thursdays, so you know, we do activities and my son loves doing Osmo and writing and things like that. And Thursdays are hard because I'm like, I think it's a little bit of anxiety because I have like generalized anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed in my early twenties. I have a little bit of panic disorder mm-hmm. and it's something I work on consciously. Mm-hmm. And by Thursday, I, since I didn't work like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. and I feel like I have piled up all this, like mm-hmm. these ideas and things I want to do. I'm like eager to get to Friday mm-hmm. because I'm, I really am so passionate about what I do. And like, I really love, I enjoy it so much that it's like a, it's my mommy break. It's my, as um, Eve Rodsky calls it, my unicorn space is Instagram. Like that's my little thing. And I've somehow turned it into a full-time job, but that's another story. I was just going to say, well, your little thing is amazing. Uh, Thank you. You can tell by looking at like, and as a third person, I can really tell that you're enjoying what you're doing. And I really, I, I do want to share this with other parents right now who's listening to us that everything's doable you know yeah. you can do it all, all you want um it's just it's just a matter of us willing to do it and just like you can record a podcast with your child asking you to open a pack of fruit snacks oh yes yeah <laughs> that, that happens all the time right it just it actually whoever's listening it just happened my son is like oh yeah so, you know it's yeah we can we can we can do it with our kids around why not it's just Am I willing to do it? It is. It's more of that. Um, it's like even beyond that. Am I willing to? It's like that feeling of that I can't not do it. Mm. It's like I, even if you told me today that I couldn't, I would find a way to. Because if, if Instagram disappeared off the planet today, mm-hmm. I will find a different way to give you my content because I can't not create it. I don't create it for the twenty thousand people that follow me. I create it for my husband. Because I think it, he thinks I'm hilarious most of the time. If he doesn't think it's funny, it goes viral. <laughs> if he doesn't laugh, it literally goes viral. And you know why? It's because if you trigger men in on Instagram, they comment 
a lot and then it goes viral <laughs> I've seen I've seen those stories too it, 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 and I love how he actively participate in in yeah. your creation too but again I I do agree his point that because you're hilarious <laughs> he it took some time though to get him there he was very shy so my husband, you know, being like, he was a very like physician mentality of like, I'm a doctor. No, he didn't have an accent, but he's good. Um, he was just like very like stiff for in the beginning, um, unless it was just me and him. Me and him, he was like this like dork, like funny guy. Yeah. And in front of anyone else, he was kind of stiff. And it's so crazy to see the transition that's happened over six years. He's literally being like that guy on camera. So I think it's done wonders for us. <laughs> Yeah, to have him be as crazy as I am. And I think I think it also showcases to our kids like, hey, life is fun. It's yes. Like, you know, we don't have to take our job role so seriously. And, you know, we can we take our moments, take, you know, take yeah. that time for ourselves and enjoy because it's all about enjoying right. your partnership. And, you know, I do learn a lot from both of your relation. And, and this also this also brings up a point like, Having kids doesn't mean that we're not having that relationship with our partner. Right. At the time we're like, okay, now I'm a parent. Now I'm a parent. First of all, I can't focus on my dreams. And second, forget about my partner right now. It's about prioritizing my kids. But without mom and dad, like, okay, so when you're just mom and dad, you're just mom and dad, but without husband and wife, where's the family? Like our wife and wife or husband and husband, whatever your family situation is, when the relationship between the two parents dissipates and you just become like side by side mom and dad it you kind of lose that like I love when my kids see us being affectionate like we're not like doing anything crazy but just like that quick hug in the kitchen or that quick like little secret conversation in the corner our kids see that and it normalizes specific relationships for them like I never saw my parents kiss growing up yeah like Ever. Very I saw them hold hands once like as I got older and I like I know they love each other but like, it wasn't a very normal thing for them to like show affection. Yeah. And so, but I feel like there's a beauty in that in a relationship to be able to like, have a spe- like a special connection and affection, even when other people are around. So yeah, I'm the one who when we were engaged, my husband was like, so shy around his parents, like I would go and like, sit like, literally on his lap in front of his parents and just be yeah, like, like why are you on me? Yeah, I, And I was opposite. I am the shy one. Uh, when it came to having, you know, adults in the family. Yeah. I think that's how, that's how we grew up. Like, yeah. Family culture is like that. Like when there are adults and there's a respect, you don't showcase your affection in front of them. Yeah. Yes. That's, those were the beliefs. And for us, that's how I was like, you know, I would be just like, don't touch me kind of. Don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Your parents are here. And then he'll be like, well, I, you know, we're married. It's not like your neighbor. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It, it used to be so bad. I like your husband. Even today, it's sometime it happens. Like, you know, he'll he'll just come in, he'll hold up and say, oh, what are you doing? Mom will see. Even today's date, sometimes it just happens. Isn't that crazy where you're like, mom will see? Like, m- m- careful, mom. like you're hiding a boyfriend yeah. from your mom at 16. Oh my gosh, I it's so crazy. My, I live with my mother-in-law. So yeah. 24-7 together. And then yeah. even my parents come stay with us in I get very anxious. And so I, I still have that taboo belief system or whatever you, you know, be making. Yeah, the conditioning. Yeah, it's, hard. It's, it's just so hard. It's just there. I guess I really. I'm so happy your husband pushes the agenda. Oh, somebody, one of you, one of us, 
has to. Yeah. And, and that's why, like, you know, it's all about partnership. If we don't, if the one person is just always go, go, go. And the second person is not willing. So then just, I don't know, that's what our kids see. And then that's where they learn from. I really <laughs> love all the points that, you know, that we're bringing up. I also want to ask, what do you think is that that number one key to success is when it comes to, you know, fulfilling our dreams while we're parenting? I think it's, uh, it's consistency and commitment. So once you commit to doing something, um, for you, it's this podcast and your coaching. And even when it gets hard, and even when it's not about the hustle, okay, there's a big difference between commitment and like hustle culture. Hustle culture is like not sleeping on time, not feeding yourself, not taking care of yourself, burning out. That's not what I mean. What I mean is consistency where um, I'll use myself as an example. I really want to write this book. Mm-hmm. And I was going to wait till they went to kindergarten to have the time to write it. Mm-hmm. Instead, I made the time by waking up just an hour and a half earlier than I used to and sitting down and writing for just one hour a day, just one hour a day. And I skip one day a week. So six days out of the week, I sit down and I write down for one hour. That's commitment. And now because of that commitment, I've finished nearly a draft. And now I have to do a rewrite. So that's fun. Um, and I saw that on you. <laughs> I thought it's something, maybe an article. But now I'm excited to, for, for the, I'm a book nerd. I love to read. I and now, I do too. now I have something to look forward. You have to tell us more eventually I will eventually spill all the details but I think there's that uh, commitment and then consistency showing up showing up six days a week showing up and being there for yourself show up for you don't show up for anyone else show up to sit my butt in the chair for me not for my editor not for anyone else Mm -hmm. and that's what really matters and same thing with like Instagram like I show up on my stories for me like I want to be there I enjoy it. Even on the days where I'm doing absolutely nothing and I'm binging and watching Netflix, like I'm on there. I'm like, look, I'm binging and watching Netflix today, guys. (laughs) No, no, I, I, I like that. Show up for yourself. I don't have to show up because I want to make content or I want to create awareness. I think I'm going to steal that point and, you know, learn that because most of the time I say that whatever I do is I do because I want to spread the awareness. That is actually for somebody else. But I like how you said, like, show up for yourself. Show up yeah. if you want to do it. And, you know, you have a deeper why to do it. So I think yeah. I'm, I'm going to, you know, journal on it all day today. And I'm going to really take that journaling. In. Yeah, no, I'm just going to take that in. Like, I really need to learn how to show up consistently for myself. So yeah. making a real for myself and not for, you know, for others. Or I don't need to show somebody else what I'm capable of. It's, it's for me yeah enjoy oh I like that thank you so what you know because there are so many parents out there who are still like you know struggling with the parenting at the same time they have put their dreams on the side and they don't think they can you know they can fulfill there or they can do anything about it what would you say to those people to do something you know to do it differently if you were to start a new like start right now because we we do want to learn right now Okay, so if I was to start completely over, and I knew everything I knew today, Mm. I would one, um, not question myself or my content. And two, I was always fearless. But two, I would not try to be like anybody else. And that's what I struggled with in the beginning is because I really did want to create a brand on Instagram, I really wanted to be on there. 
Um, I just didn't know how to be on there. And, you know, I really admired Ami Desai and I really admired Chutney Life. And, I, you know, there's so many women that I admired that were South Asian women. And initially I went on um, trying to be them. Like I went there trying to be Ami Desai and that I couldn't do it justice. And, uh, you know, doing beauty and fashion. And because that's the kind of what I saw in the space was a lot of beauty and fashion. And she was amazing. She still is. And, but then as I was doing it, I wasn't really enjoying the content I was creating. Like I would take like a fashion picture and I would be, you know, and like, yeah. I wasn't really, I love fashion in a to certain extent, but I also, when the pandemic hit, that's when things kind of changed for me because I wasn't dressing up anymore. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like putting on fancy clothes. I wasn't really um, doing makeup and stuff. And that really started dwindling down. And what started happening is I started creating funny videos. And that's when it really like started for me. You know, I had done the funny videos initially Mm -hmm. when I first, first started Instagram. And for some reason I stopped, I doubted it. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't confident in what I was putting out. I thought they were hilarious. And I was like, maybe it's not the right thing. Like maybe that's not what I need to be doing. And you question yourself. So I think if your gut is telling you to go in a certain direction, go with it and be authentically you. Don't try to be anybody else because that's what's going to make somebody different is when they're completely themselves because there is nobody else like you. I don't care if there's 85 million mindful parent coaches, nobody is you. And just like there's a bunch of women creating funny TikToks and reels and all this stuff, nobody's me. And when it's our it's our own special twist to it because it's just like fully yourself you can't be fear of don't be afraid of judgment mm. people are gonna judge you yeah. you know, you <laughs> for know, sure I'm so grateful that you shared this because I had this fear and I still have that fear of you know not being original and then doing same thing what others are doing and then I was like, well, I can't, I don't want to do the same thing what others are doing. But then I struggled to find that my twist that you just said. And now I know what my twist is, but then I'm afraid of what are they going to say? Like, is she a parent coach or is she like, you know, some something funny? What is she trying to do? So it's like, so I'm, I'm glad that you you said that, you know, don't question. Just, just go just with do. it. Just do it. Just play with it. If you don't put it out there, you'll never know. So put it out there with it if you like it someone else might like it yeah. and if they don't keep doing it anyway because I promise you there's people who are liking it but not liking it yeah like, like, <laughs> I like it I'm gonna keep on repeating it but sometimes I just I get so much into zone and I'm like scrolling your reels and I was like I don't think I put hearts on it I don't think she knows that, that happens I'm, I'm all the time you're loving your content because that's your you know you're you're like such a hilarious creator where your energy is very infectious, I must say. Oh, so thank you. thank you for putting yourself out there. And thank you for these tips because I don't know who needed to listen to this, but they certainly are helping me and I'm going to you know, follow through these. I'm going to listen to this again and again for my <laughs> sake. I don't know about other parents, but I'm listening for my sake. So before, before I let you go, I know you are, you know, you do a lot of the, the, the chai mamas and you know yes mother. can you share a little bit about that for us yes 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 check you out so the chai mamas has the chai mamas have been around for 
ever. Like I followed them before I was even a parent myself and I absolutely love everything they stand for. And now they are we, and I am a Chai Mama. I was invited to be um, a part of their group like early, like late last year. And with that, we've created the Chai Girls, which is a division of Chai Mamas. And I'm the executive editor of the Chai Girls. And we're pretty much a daily dose of inspiration for South Asian women. We're a sisterhood. We bring women together. We elevate each other. We show each other that there's really room for all of us Mm. in this world. Like we want to bring more brown women voices to the forefront because there isn't enough of us, you know, and even though it may look like a lot for people, if you're sitting at home right now thinking, you know, I really want to write, but there's already six Indian writers. (laughs) Like there's not enough, I promise. So if you have something to write or something to say or something to create, like start creating it because there's room for so many of us like I came into the game late compared to people when I was I came in after the algorithm changed like I was told by people that it was too late to be an influencer like it was too late and I'm happy to say that I have I've done it and like Mm. it's possible and I came in way late you guys like 2019 or 2018 or something like that like so I think that if you're even thinking about it I would say to do it just do it. It's, it's, you know, Nike. you just, you just do it. It's because it's possible. There's, there's so much more room for all there of us. And if you ever want to collaborate with the Chai Mamas, um, we are, t- we do take contributor submissions. So submit to us and like, let us get to get to know us, follow us. And yeah. And get inspired every day. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Jyoti. This was amazing. And we really appreciate, you know, you, you taking the time out of your busy schedule and sharing all these wisdom and insights. This was really helpful to me and out there, all the parents who are listening. So I just want to say thank you. And thank uh, you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Race to Rise podcast. We would absolutely love to hear your thoughts about today's episode. Please let me know you have listened to this episode and fill me with your aha moment. Share it on Instagram, tag me with hashtag Race to Rise or at Race to Rise and I would love to share those to my stories and shout you out there. I would also love if you can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It's our brand new podcast launch and we have some bonus giveaways going on for the top raters and reviewers. Also, I would love to send you my 7-day parenting journal absolutely for free. All you gotta do is leave me a review in the iTunes store, take a screenshot, and email it over at racetorisepodcast at gmail.com. Again, take a screenshot of the review and email me at racetorisepodcast at gmail.com and I will send you the 7-day parenting journal absolutely for free. Thank you so much for being the active listener of this podcast. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for raising your consciousness and rising as joyful beings.